And let's together you know, open our hearts. Open this heart to love. And dropping the doership. And what's on the other side of the doership is devotion. When you practice devotion, you thin out the doership. There's no room for the doership when you are practicing devotion. When you surrender, we're referring to surrendering the doership. The doership is, is thought to be something very important. We have believed, very deeply conditioned to believe that Without the doership, we are nothing and we're not able to sustain ourselves in this reality, in this world. We gave so much power to the doership, which is all interwounded with the ego self. We gave it so much importance and inflated it so much that we're even afraid to surrender and give it up. Thus, when you practice devotion, when you practice surrendering to love, surrendering to God, surrendering the doership, you will see what comes out through you, what appears through the expansion of your consciousness and love into infinity so you've given your power you yourself have given the power to the limitation of the doership you've invested in the doership and without it you feel unsafe does the invitation not just today, not just now, not just for meditation, but the invitation is to bring forth that action which is beyond action of surrendering the doership and giving it all to love, to God within, to the divine. And you have to experience that for yourself to see. Because the divine is always, really always holding you. Even now, sitting down wherever you are, 
It is only possible because the divine is already here supporting you. Everything you see, every object, everything you feel, everything you taste, everything you see and hear and touch, everything is made of the divine. You can look at a flower or a tree and say, oh, that's a beautiful shape. It's a beautiful color. Okay, nature is beautiful. But what if you dig deeper into nature? What if you go so deep within that nature into an atomic level? into the, the deep space and emptiness within the nature, what do you find? All you find is divine. So everything, your five senses are giving you as an experience. Even that too is here to remind you that the divine is here within everything and everyone. Within the space and no space, within the time and no time. Within the universe and beyond, the divine is everywhere. Thus it is within you and thus it is for you to realize that. So today we're meeting here to, to remind ourselves. That's why we meet, to remind each other of this divine existence, of this divine life, these divine beings, because we're definitely not going to hear that on the news, isn't it? It is here where we have to meet and remind ourselves of the, of the nature of God and how God emits through everything and everyone. And so if there is some kind of forgetfulness or some um, ignorance in some way, we are simply here to um, remind each other of that, which is in essence of everything. And today, in, in specific, the topic of today is about how to cultivate a relationship with the divine. How do we do that? 
how do we cultivate a relationship with ourselves ultimately? This is what we're ultimately saying. How, how can we cultivate a relationship with the divine, which is of pure love, which is unconditional? In cultivating a relationship with the divine, it's not just about sitting down and meditating. Of course, that's the way, that's the way we open ourselves to align ourselves with deeper truths of consciousness. But it's not enough to just sit down and meditate. It's how are you, how are you bringing forward this service to God or source within you in the world? Because the world is the divine, isn't it? The whole universe is the divine. So how are you cultivating your relationship with God, source, divine in you, around you? So we come to see that you know, the divine is full of love. But full of love is not a love that it's total and complete. A love that it's incomplete. And why is it incomplete? Because love has no boundaries. Love can't ever be complete. Love has no boundaries. Love is infinite. It's infinite because it emits out from source itself, from God itself. So it is not bounded by any limitations. Thus, love is incomplete. Love is open. Love is infinite. We can't ever complete love. We can't put it in a box of any kind. Love is open. And love needs somewhere to pour into or upon isn't it? Love needs to be shared, to grow. You can sit in meditation and experience love, yes. That is true, it is possible. It's available for everyone, but it's not enough. It's not enough to just sit in love, yeah? But it's to bring that, to act upon it, and to bring it and share it and pour it into the world with other beings, with other environments, nature. And that is devotion. Yeah, devotion can be, or in, the, in the deepest sense, there is no inside or outside, but as a way of you know, communicating and for some to understand better, we can communicate in this way too. 
you can pour your love, you can act upon it, you can cultivate love and share it. Because love needs a channel where to pour upon to. Love needs you to share it. In ultimate way, God wants you to share that love. And how are we actually doing that? Well, of course, you know, we, we must have a, an intention at first. We must have a certain remembrance in our day-to-day -day life. It's not just about sitting down and just for the sake of you feeling the love for yourself, blissing out, okay, these are beautiful, beautiful qualities, of course, but love needs a channel. For example, you know, if you're a, a musician, if you're a singer, if you're a dancer, if you're you're into poetry or writing or whatever kind of practices that you truly love, yeah, you truly love, there is a big interest in wherever there is an interest, there is love underneath it, isn't it? There must be love underneath it, otherwise you won't be interested in it. And that may be your channel, your way, you, you know, practicing your, your dharma, you being of service. And you do it because you absolutely love it, isn't it? But when that comes with an intention and a direction, and when it even comes from you as being selfless, it just goes deeper and deeper and um, let's say this devotion becomes much more rich. Yeah, we become more selfless, less ego in the way, and the ego thins out, and it just becomes a selfless service. It becomes a selfless service because you're so deeply in love with what you're doing. And when you love something so much, do you see yourself doing it? No, you're being, yeah, you're being in it or with it. There's no doership there. It's happening naturally. It's happening from your soul and your being. And there is no doership because there's so much love. And you find that that channel and you bring it forth from your deepest heart and soul. And on the surface, this may look as my interest or my hobby or my profession, but on a deeper level, if, if that is what is really in alignment with you, it's there because you're so in love with it. There is a lot of love to it. So this is one way of how we can cultivate a relationship with the divine. You can be doing anything that you absolutely love. And if you have intention and direction and love flowing through that, that's being of service. That's being selfless and that's channeling the love of God through you to others.
This is how the fountain of the divine love manifests, grows, expands and spreads to so many other souls. And everyone can feel that. And when everyone can feel that, other beings are inspired to do the same. Because it touches them so much that naturally, naturally, one would want to channel that love of God to other beings too, to the environment, to the collective consciousness. Why else are we here? Why else are we here on this planet? So it's so important that you're truly honest with yourself and you're really creating and you're really following your your true love. Yeah, true love is not just about finding your soulmate or finding your twin flame. Yeah, true love, pure love is about being in this world fully yeah fully embracing it all fully and you know as you are part of it as you are one with it as you live so intimately intimately one with life consciously lovingly you're cultivating the relationship with the divine it's just, it might not be in your awareness, but if you bring that in your awareness, you will see for yourself how that will transform. And how that will begin to look like for you. So also this love, this divine love, it, it has a lot of qualities, a lot of qualities that we can engage with, get to know more, give importance to more than we give importance to the limited ego self. Yeah, so giving more importance, giving more value to that which is unlimited infinite yeah, that which brings you closer to soul and spirit in you yeah why why would you want to invest and give your power and value that which brings you further away from yourself it doesn't make sense isn't it so you want to unfamiliarize you know from those maybe unhealthy patterns or unhealthy beliefs yeah or maybe you, you can stop familiarizing from this ego self and you start giving the power to the infinite in you to the love in you to the divine in you and that's another way how you can cultivate a relationship with the divine by unfamiliarizing yourself from unhealthy patterns, unhealthy, wrong beliefs, 
that you have adopted and redirecting your attention, your awareness, your love to surrender the ego, yeah? surrender the limitations. That's what surrender is. It's not surrendering yourself by just giving up on life. Um, and uh, you know, it's not that kind of surrender. It's the surrender of the limitations that you have believed in and giving the power to the divine in you. Or for some, it might be certain deities or certain avatars or certain goddesses or, you know, whatever helps you to overcome and bypass and transcend that which is unhealthy, that which is unnatural. So, you know, devotion, the path of love, this is what it brings. It's, it's simple, yeah, it's simple really. It's just this surrender of the doership, the doership that tries to control everything, the doership that, you know, worries constantly carrying, you know, the worry of the importance of that doership itself. But once you start like really trusting, you know, the divine, trusting the unknown, maybe for some of you might might be more than a practice that you can incorporate, you know, trusting the unknown. You start to see that you're thinning out this doership. You're not giving it, you're not fueling it so much anymore. And the surrender that happens throughout every moment in your life, you know, giving the power to divine, you know, which is like so much bigger than any adopted unhealthy limitation, which actually brings you so far away than from who you really are. So coming to the qualities uh, that we can um, um, bring into our awareness to practice, yeah, to practice, to become aware of that which is, you know, has a has a, a worthy um, value that you can cultivate. So one of the greatest quality of divine love is actually appreciation, honor, and gratitude. And these are, they're not just words, you know, we, we, we have heard gratitude. We, we can be, you know, grateful for a moment. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate you. But I'm, I'm stretching that, you know, stretching that out to bring that quality in, recognize it in you and start to recognize it and honor it in another. Many people, you know, still suffer of not accepting who they are. Many people still have a lot of destructive patterns. 
Yeah, many people still have a lot of, you know, patterns of self-sabotage. Yeah, they're self-destructive. They might not be manifesting physically, but there might be in the head, in the mind, very destructive thoughts. Yeah, very unhealthy, um, unloving thoughts about yourselves or others. So uh, the way to transcend that is to cultivate um, honoring one another and seeing the divine in each other. But to see the divine in one another, you have to first start to recognize the qualities of the divine, the honoring, the appreciation, the beauty, the, the intelligence. So just to give you an example, you know, many times when I have some certain workshops and we'll do some exercises, so to speak, I always love to ask this question to people and I would say, let's have in this practice, this exercise and let's go around and I ask usually, okay, what, what qualities do you have that you love? Yeah, what, what, what divine qualities or what qualities you have that you really appreciate in you. And many times people just get shocked. They find it so difficult to find some, some beauty, some appreciation. Find it really difficult to, to find these divine expressions inside because we're we're more used to finding what's wrong yeah in us or in others it, it, when you look at the at the even the, the collective consciousness the psychology of this of this human race at this time right now you know there's a lot of pointing fingers, isn't it? There's a lot of judgment. And every judgment is a separation. Every judgment is a, is a distance. It's an opposition. With every judgment, there is an opposition. And that's easy to judge another. That's easy to see the wrong in the other. And of course, the same you know, to ourselves. This is, this is how people have problems in their lives, because they don't accept who they are exactly as they are. That's what creates problems. Otherwise, there'll be no problems. If, if one can truly surrender the problems, now what remains is divine consciousness. <laughs> so people find it hard to start um, valuing. I'm not saying valuing the ego self here because this too, you know, can be twisted 
this is a selfless valuing, a selfless recognition of divine creation in you. It may be a hard practice. This is why we were not angels walking on earth on earth just yet. We have a lot of work to do. To give you an example, sometimes we might see a person and we say, Oh, I love this person, you know, I love I love this somebody, this person, because oh, he or she is so kind and he or she is so caring and he or, he or she oh, is so peaceful and is so joyous, isn't it? So you pinpoint, you pinpoint what you like, what you love in the other person. But actually, what you're pinpointing to are qualities. And we make up the person to be the qualities. That's what we can look at and maybe familiarize with. We see these qualities and we say, oh, I love that person. But you're really loving the qualities of the person. But the qualities have no form. So you may be in love or liking someone because of the qualities that are emitting through their consciousness. So it goes the same for you, you know, valuing and honoring and appreciating these expressions of the divine in you. And by doing that, you're also cultivating a relationship with the divine. And it's not, I'm not speaking here once again to make it clear, I'm not speaking to inflate the ego self in any way to feel good or it, this is not the conversation we are having right now. We're speaking from a selfless place, yeah, a selfless place. It's the honoring and appreciation of the qualities of God emitting through you, residing in your own consciousness. Why wouldn't you want to cultivate that? Just like when you love somebody, whether a friend or a partner or a lover, when you love somebody, you do anything to make that person happy, to please the person, to help in any way. You do anything you can. So it's the same that goes inwards, you know, it's the same to go to, to the God within, to source within, to the divine within. Where are we if we can calibrate our cultivation with the divine? Where are we? That's my message for you today. It's not to, it's not to 
judge anything or anyone or put someone above or below. No, it's just for all of us to have a moment so that we can bring this to our awareness in our consciousness and and cultivate cultivate this this beautiful relationship with the divine in you and with the divine as you So what I'm also sharing with you, the mind is too small to grasp on the qualities, yes, on the expressions of the divine. Yeah, they, they must, they must come from a deeper place. Let's say from your heart, let's say from your soul, you know, there must be authenticity. There must be authenticity and a deep appreciation, a deep honoring. Yeah, and this is, this is called bhakti. This is called bhakti. Now, some people may want to, you know, sing and chant mantras and do kirtans and just sing the divine names and repeating them and, you know, enhancing and bringing forth their presence as a way to show their, their love and devotion and surrendering of the doership. You know, some, some people prefer to, to, to meditate, to abide in, within our awareness so that only pure love can, can flow through so that the, the connection with divine can be ever so stronger, deeper, richer. Everything will be enhanced because that's what the divine brings for us. You know, the moment you go and lay down to sleep, remember that the divine is holding you, is always carrying you and supporting you in so, so many ways. Your heart will surely blossom further open the, the more you cultivate this, this, this richness with the divine nature.
But we, we can be forgetful because these qualities are unseen. You can't put a finger on them. You can't grab it, so to speak. You can only sense it. You can only like see deep within and feel it. But it is unseen. The divine is unseen. But you can feel it. You can sense it. <clears throat> 